about women in particular, and I think men on some level as well, because men resist things in a different way. Women will flat out be like, I've, I'm not selling myself. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to be, and they, it's usually in response to conversation about dating apps, right? I don't want to sell myself. Whereas I think men resist it in the way that they're just bad at it, like <laughs> taking the bad pictures and, you know, <laughs> in their profile is sometimes unworkable and, you know, being sexual too quickly. I think that's their form of resistance to marketing myself, right? Showing a whole. Mm -hmm. How do you feel about it? Like, like as a marketer and someone who's going on a dating journey, like how do you frame it for yourself? So you guys know how modern dating is a dumpster fire. And there is a toxic stereotype that educated professional women of color are not marriage material. Well, I'm the one that they call when they want to stop internalizing the toxicity and get their greatest love of all time without sacrificing their passions, purpose, or personality. Hey, sweet babies, I'm Candace, And let me tell you that I have been where you are for years. I was unhappy about my love life and trying to achieve society's idea of a romantic relationship. My families, the churches, the millions of romance novels that I read throughout high school, none of which got me anywhere but unhappy with my love life. Basically, it took abuse, grief, and even homelessness for me to learn how to let go of control and be guided to transform my love life. I broke free from those struggle love cycles and created a love life that I love, that loves me back. I got my gloat, my greatest love of all time, and now I'm here to help you do the same. So I want you to join me on a journey from feeling disappointed in your relationship history to madly in love, from broken and guarded to whole and happy. I'm here every week, sometimes like today with amazing guests, but I don't want you to just watch and listen. I want you to engage. We talk a lot here, so you got to get in where you fit in, but this is a conversation. So if you're watching, you have something to say, please, by all means, comment. If we can see your comment, we'll respond. If for, for whatever reason we can't, we'll come back later and interact with you. But I want to introduce you to my guest. So her name is Leilani Wells, and she's the creator of the Get Seen Method for Marketing and Visibility. She's going to talk about that today. She's going to share that with us today. I'm very excited because we're going to do an explorative conversation around marketing and dating and how they relate or overlap, or if they overlap, what we think about that. But Leilani is a visibility and marketing strategist specializing in social media marketing, video content experiences, and getting you seen both online and offline. So we're definitely going to dive into that. And using her signature visibility process, Get Seen, she helps innovators and entrepreneurs amplify their visibility and become known as the go-to expert so that they, they can grow their impact and their income. She's a marketing maven and a genius and my newest online friend. And she's joining us today. Let me bring her on stage. Hey. Hello, my love. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I know that you're like, we're like rushing and then you're rushing in. I want to make sure that your sound is okay. Make sure that you don't have an echo. You want to do like a test, say hello to everybody and hello, see if you hear me. Hello, hello. Am I echoing anyone? Am I echoing? I have a new laptop. Okay. So yeah, my whole setup is not the same today. So how does it sound for you? Do you hear it, an echo? It sounds fantastic. Okay. Same for me. So I'm good yeah. to go. Awesome. Yay. Well, welcome, love. I'm so glad that you could join us today. I really appreciate you inviting me. Yeah. I love that we like, we didn't even, we didn't plan this. We've got the red lips happening. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> well, we're talking about dating and getting seen. So who knows who's watching right now? Right. My red lippy on. <laughs> you just never know. You, you never, never know. know. <laughs> so I want us to like jump into this conversation. As we were saying when we did sort of our pre-chat, like the idea here is, well, for one thing, you're the marketing get seen expert. And that's one place where I struggle, right? Like with my marketing, getting my brand seen, getting out there. And, you know, it's something that I'm on a journey of working on. Part of the reason, you know, that I was attracted to you and what you do. And I was like, this, you know, this is interesting what she's talking about. And then I'm the one who's all about love. And if I can share, you posted not too long ago that you're putting yourself out there for dating, right? Mm -hmm. so I figured this would be a good conversation where we could be really explorative and uh, be in creation around, you know, how does marketing and dating overlap, if it does at all, if there are interesting things that we can, um, like nuggets we can give people around it, or for people who think I don't wanna market myself or sell myself, like mm -hmm. what are some things that we can create around that? I love that. I love that. Intention keeps coming to mind to me already, just so you know. I just want to kind of slide that word in there because I, I think it, word. yeah, I think it's important for both. Yeah, mm -hmm. intention. All right. Now, before we get into that, we're going to hold on to intention because that's one of my favorite words too. Tell us about Get Seen and how that, what your trajectory was into what you do now and, you know, tell people what yeah. you do. Yeah. Oh gosh. I think the the shortest way to really share it is I wanted to create the opportunity for a lifestyle for others that I wanted for myself in conjunction. So, um, you know, there's so much I know um, about being visible and I have a background, um, very extensive background in different ways that pertain to that uh, background in sales and marketing and all of these things. So when social media really got going years back when MySpace and Facebook and all of that, you know, was just like kind of at the beginning. Um, mm -hmm. I wanted to have more time with my son, you know, as a single mother, I was working quite a bit. And then um, I just seemed to never really feel like I could catch up unless I was taking more time away from my time mm -hmm. with him. Yeah. And just being a mom and being like, you know, I, I would love nothing more than being a mother and a housewife and all that more than anything that I do. Right. And so mm -hmm. I just felt like I'm never going to be able to have those things if I don't find a way to be home already. So social media really uh, was something that I caught on to before a lot of my peers that already were in business, they weren't seeing it the way I saw it, like this is a way you could be in front of multiple people all at once and really gain your time back. And so I started just really building following and, and then people started coming to me. And then that's how like, fast forward to now, how I do a lot of things surrounding Get Seen. I do content experiences, I have a Get Seen membership, all of these things to help other people understand how to really maximize their exposure across all the different avenues, all the platforms, yeah. offline, just picking up your phone, talking to people. I mean, even some people, you know, send a letter in the mail. Nobody does that anymore, right? Just think outside the box and let's talk yeah. strategy, not what this person or that person is doing. And then you can really begin to gain your, gain your time back. And I wanted people to be able to do that, have time, you know, outside of their business. So when they're in their business, there's joy again. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I love that. So let, let me ask you this. When you first started, you, um, you said that you were working with social media and things like that. Did you naturally already know how to, how to approach it? Because one of my things about social media, I've just learned you know, how it's, it seems to be more effective, the more authentic I am. I used to, because I come from the world of like presentation and used to be a performer. And so, you know, you always have to be quaffed and everything perfect and everything in place. 
And, you know, was it something that you immediately, like right off the bat, like, I'm really good at this social media stuff. So let me, let me start to utilize it. I mean, a couple different things about me um, and and the way my personal life experiences have lent to this is, you know, ever since I was I can I have a memory as a three year old just knowing a knowingness inside me that I trusted. And I think a lot of people um, trust and look outward for answers more so than inward. And for me, when I saw the results of trusting within myself really, really young, I held on to that. I didn't let, let that go that easily, you know. And then the other thing too is I've been really um, essentially been taking care of myself quite a bit since I was 14. I officially moved out of the house when I was 17 and and started leaving when I was 15 and working a job and doing all these things. So by having to survive as a teenager in really wild circumstances and situations, naturally I became resilient and understanding of where other people were coming from and where I was coming from and having to really be vulnerable and transparent in situations where maybe I wouldn't want to be like, cause if I need a place to stay, for instance, one night at a friend's house, talking to a parent, telling the truth, who knows, right. Mm-hmm. Or if I need to keep myself safe, like how I got to read the room. So I have a lot of these, life experiences where it's like it trumps my college degree tenfold <laughs> like yeah, college yeah. degree didn't really do that much for me but say something to people that need to see you have one you know yeah. other than that my life experiences have, have really been something that I've taken and shared with other people look it's really not that serious to to talk to people yeah. it really isn't you know if you have a fear running in your head they likely have one running in theirs too no matter who they are how high up they are so just have a conversation and get out there. Yeah, I mean that right there is like a dating advice. One of right? <laughs> that's one of those marketing people. Like if that's who you're showing up as on social media, it's the same thing with dating, right? Just have a conversation mm-hmm. and get out there. So, um, what are your thoughts and feelings when it comes to the idea of? Because I talk to women all the time. Speaking of having conversations, and I know that for a, a lot of women in particular, and I think men on some level as well, because men resist things in a different way. Women will flat out be like, I've, "I'm not selling myself. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to be." And they, it's usually in response to conversation about dating apps, right? I don't want to sell myself. Whereas I think men resist it in the way that they're just bad at it, like <laughs> taking the bad pictures and you know, <laughs> their profile is sometimes unworkable, and you know, being sexual too quickly. I think that's their form of resistance to marketing myself, right? Showing a whole. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about it? Like, like as a marketer and someone who's going on a dating journey, like how do you frame it for yourself? Yeah, I mean, for me, so I, I actually am going to start dating in January. So I mm-hmm. want to be at my best self, right? So I started working out again. I started really paying attention to my health. I started really like trying to, to put things in um, compartments where, okay, I can't do this at this time because this is designated for that. Because when you start dating, someone's going to need more of your time and they deserve that. Right. Mm -hmm. So you can't be as all over the place as I still kind of am a little bit. Right. So (laughs) someone came in my thread the other day and it was like, well, you can start dating anytime. I was like, no, you know, (laughs) I can, but I care about that experience deeply. You know, I'm dating for a purpose, you know, it's, and that's what I mean about intentionality. You know, it's like, what purpose are you dating? for it's cool if you're dating and just kick it there's nothing wrong with that you know um and i and part of why i am dating is to kind of relearn myself and make sure like see what i like so it is like 
not sleeping around, it's dating. It's like, okay, you go and you see, oh, I like this. I like that. I like to go out to eat. I like to hike. I like, what, what do I like now? You know, at 44, right? In the yeah. time and space I'm in now. And I think everyone, when they're dating and they're considering like marketing, they need to really go inside and understand themselves first. And also mm-hmm. when you talk about how some people feel like, oh, I shouldn't have to put myself or I shouldn't, I shouldn't, you know, we need to, if you want something badly, maybe you should humble yourself a little bit. Like, yes, you do get, <laughs> get seen. Like you do have to put in work, man or woman. Yeah. We all have to put in work. You know what I mean? And yeah. um, I like, what do you want? You want someone who's sloppy and they don't put in the work, then that's what you're going to get. You know, yeah. <laughs> like, that's yeah. how I feel about all of that, you know? And um, yeah, I think it's going to be fun. I, I, uh, tried to kind of dip my toes back in the dating field a little while back, but I was taking it too serious. Mm-hmm. And so this time around, I'm going to be a little bit more playful about it and, and just, just have fun with it. Yeah. With it. Which I think is a, is a beautiful thing. And I think that parallels with, um, what you mentioned about intentionality, right? Like I'm going to just have fun with it because I think the reason that people resist is because, you know, we think in terms of selling, like, like it, that selling is the thing like that I'm somehow trying to convince someone that I'm worthy or convince that I'm better than the last person that they met or you know yeah. I think that it's the framing of it right mm-hmm. don't you think so Oh, absolutely. You know, what's funny when you talk about convincing in sales, like sales is like the best salespeople don't convince. I was right. One of my really good friends this morning sent me a Myron Golden um, YouTube video about um, Mm -hmm. how he doesn't how he doesn't convince when he sells. It's like take it or leave it. Right. And that's how everything should be. You if you lay all your cards out on the table, let someone else be discerning and figure out what they do or don't like. If they don't like you, they don't like you how you are, because they're going to find out who you are down the road. So (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you can't hide it for that long, you know? Yeah. Like, do you like the fact that I watch too much reality TV? Which I don't, <laughs> but still, like, just an example. Yeah, <laughs> <Right>? yeah. <laughs> and you do want to know, like, I agree with you. I, I think sometimes, um, you know, we come up against not wanting to deal with the rejection, but rejection, the earlier rejection happens, the bigger the favor that it is, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you don't want someone who, who if you're allowing them to see who you really are, you know, you, you don't want someone who doesn't like those parts of you because that's mm-hmm. going to be the part that they're going to come up against and try to change and, and be yeah. fighting you on, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So, so personal brand identity. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about that. Like, I feel like I want people to to walk with, okay, so... Mm-hmm. Let me just you know, stru- structure it out so I make sense. I think in terms of like, let's say Beyonce. Beyonce's Beyonce, and she's who she is with her husband. And then she's Sasha Fierce, like she's Sasha Fierce on stage. So in her work, she's this big personality. And I would imagine at home, her personality may be big, but it's who she she really is at her core. Mm-hmm. So like, I'm thinking in terms of like brand identity, like my brand. Who am I as a person, and how to resolve that with who I am. Cause I used to think that dating was about presenting, right? Presenting mm-hmm. yourself. And then, you know, the people who love me and know me, they get to see the real me, which I learned that that doesn't work. Like it's you, you're the real you, wherever you are, if you really mm-hmm. want to connect with somebody worthy. right? Yeah. But talk to me about like, like your identity and, and how you, you know, do you separate it or do you feel like it's, it's something that is a, 
holistic kind of thing? And how do you, as a marketer, even like resolve that in your mind? Like as far as, as far as like, how do I be myself in market or in like, re-explain, re-ask me that in a different way, if you don't mind. No, I don't mind at all. So like, you know, what does that look like if I'm someone who feels like, you know, even just with code switching, if I'm someone who feels like I got to be one way in one place mm-hmm. and another way in another place, yeah. how do you feel like we resolve that we can be exactly who we are everywhere? Like, how do you, mm-hmm. how do we? Got it, got it. Yeah. Yeah. I think we, with anything that we do, we need to allow people to see some, some of our essence shine through in it. You know, our essence can be felt and um, that's just really energetic. And so um, we get to nowadays, we get to figure out like what kind of spaces we want to be in more so than we used to. We used to have to um, really take what we got, you know, now there are more ways for us to um, use discernment on where we want to position ourselves. Like I knew I wanted to be on this podcast with you. I I could feel your essence and who you were and, you know, what, how you would take care of me and what kind of audience you would put me in front. I could feel all of that. Right. Mm-hmm. I didn't, I don't know everything about you, but you allowed your essence to really be shown. And I think that there are ways that we can decide how much people get to see of ourselves. And that starts with us deciding like where we go and where we position ourselves. Cause we don't have to go places. We don't feel like sure. are safe or good or fun or whatever, like things we don't want to feel. We, we just trust ourselves and then we can show more of it. And mm-hmm. I think when it comes to marketing and dating and all of that, um, you know, people get to know us over time, you know, just like with marketing, one post isn't a sale. You know, someone needs to see you over and over and over again in different ways, which is why I talk about plastering yourself everywhere using AI and tools and all these systems that I do with people. You know, it's not as simple as one post. People aren't as trusting after COVID and everything we went through. And, you know, people know the games. (laughs) So we we have to create these environments and enter into these environments where we feel like we can show our essence so that people will do business with us or date us or whatever after everything society has been through and we've been through, you know? Yeah. So what I'm hearing is that it's, it's, there's a level of looking for the safer spaces where you, where you feel like you can be a hundred percent yourself, like like express your essence. So I have a comment from Kaisha. She says, how do we deal with our feelings when impromptu ghosting happens? I think she was talking about when we were saying about the early rejection, For example, I was vibing with a man and tried to set up a time to meet one day. I had plans in the evening, but I offered time in the afternoon. I didn't receive a response, even though we were texting back and forth. It's been a week since that last text and I haven't reached out. So she's saying, how do we deal deal with the feeling? How do we deal with the feelings of that? I mean, I think it goes to what we were saying. and we're going to dive into it even more intention, right? So Kaisha, like, I feel like when it comes to interacting with people, early dating, and you can uh, uh, think about what you feel about it as well, Leilani, when our intention is to have um, a long-term relationship or the intention is to have a commitment, when someone ghosts in the midst of conversation, it's okay to allow yourself to feel that little bit of, of, rejection, that little sting of rejection for a moment. But you always want to be able to tell yourself, 
What I'm committed to, what I'm intentional about is somebody who wouldn't ghost, somebody who wants to be in conversation with me, somebody who's down for you know making plans and collaborating our lives and um, creating the vision that I have in mind. And so someone who would just drop off is just not that person. And so take care of yourself around the sting of rejection and love on yourself around rejection, but also be willing to talk to yourself and, and remind yourself what you're committed to, like what your intention is mm -hmm. around it. Mm -hmm. What comes up for you, Leilani, with that? Mm, I love that. I, I, words are resilience and gratitude, you know? Mm. Um, yeah. Because, because for me, I'm, I'm grateful for that kind of early on communication um, that was had early on. It's like, okay, that's not okay for me, <laughs> yeah. you know, even, yeah. even the, so you, and, but I also, um, can you, I would say share with her to communicate as well, um, how you want to be communicated with and to, because a lot of people have, you know, in this multi-generational dating, um, space we live in, like for me, I could go up or down in dating, right? I could date someone as old as 50 and as young as 29, you know, I'm 44, you know, who knows like <laughs> how high or low I could go. Right. Yeah. And so like, those are different dating experiences. And so nobody really knows how they're supposed to date anymore. Yeah. Um, and so like having that conversation, um, of what your expectation is for communication, like, Hey, you know, like, I expect to have a phone call even like for me, I don't, I don't like the texting back and forth unless it's like quick, this and that, like yeah. we get to talk on the phone if we're getting to know each other for sure. Yeah, no, yes. I like that. Mm -hmm. I, I do. I do think that there is something to be said for um, being able to stand in your desires mm -hmm. without attachment, right? Being able to say that this is what I like. And I think it's a balance between that being able to say what you like and also knowing that that your goddess energy says, I'm not going to be in a, a convincing or an arguing with you about it, right? Mm -hmm. Like, this is what will have my attention. And I think the best way to do that, oftentimes we think that you have to, um, you know, I believe in communication that you have to say everything. But I feel like with early dating, it's really just what you're willing to give your energy to, especially when you don't know someone well. I feel like um, if you're someone who prefers phone calls, and you say something like, I'd love a phone call, and they're down for the phone call, engage mm -hmm. in it, enjoy it, and love it. And if they're not, it gets no energy. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, it gets I do. no energy. I do. Yeah. Like, I feel mm -hmm. like that's one of the best ways, especially for women, to communicate early on um, as you're getting to know someone in dating is to just really be very, very um, focused on what you do want and giving that your energy and if it's anything you don't want it gets no energy whatsoever none, mm -hmm. <laughs> none whatsoever no begging no like where were you why didn't you, why didn't you? none of that like mm -hmm. like i'm i'm on to something else i'm on to living mm -hmm. my life and it doesn't mean that i don't think that we should walk around unforgiving where it's mm -hmm. like oh you didn't call me forget this yep. i'm not talking away right but if they let's say they go you know a few days too long and they haven't called like, and then they call or then they text or whatever. It, it's about, you know, uh, uh, giving it giving it exactly what your intuition, what your gut tells you as far as your response to it. Because they might come with the, oh, I'm so sorry, this or this and that happened. Now I can choose to be in my non-forgiving, like, well, you know, whatever, I don't care, you should have got it together, 
right? Mm-hmm. Which is one way to be. If I'm that way too many times and I'm still alone, <laughs> or I could be in the, you know, I totally get yeah. that. But but you know, there was a few days uh, that went by, and I was like, I was thinking you weren't interested anymore. So, mm-hmm. you're, what you're basically telling them is that you're starting from zero here, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Well, I feel like it's and this is so sexy when a man is like this. I feel like men like they are so attentive to figuring out everything that you desire, need and want and little things about you that you don't even know when they want you, when they know they want you, you'll be like, damn, like they did this and this. And I didn't even know I wanted that. And it is just like, (laughs) Ooh, and then you just like throw yourself on, you know, just like, Oh, you know, and they're like, "Uh uh-huh. You know? So if a man is not coming at you like that, it's like, okay, well just let them say bye and move on because they're not interested because men, they see stuff. We think we see stuff. They, they are observers. Yes. You know, they are, especially like the real, like masculine ones, you know, they're, they'll, they, they watch, they listen, they hear, they yeah. hear things you don't even know you needed to work on or, or doing well or not or whatever. They know this stuff when they are yeah. after a woman that they desire and yes. they will, and they will make these little tweaks and stuff. And so like for me, it's a lot easier for me to discern because if I can see, Oh, he's not doing that with me. Well, he's just not that into me and that's okay. You know? Yeah. A hundred percent. Or, you know, he's just not that into me or whatever's going on with him. He's not in a strength energy, right? Which that's okay too. Like if he wants is wrong. Yeah. Like that's okay too. And and I love that you're saying that because I, I feel like it's something as women that we really have to start giving our permission to, to be like, it doesn't mean that you're, um, uh, rejecting or mean because you just let someone be who they're being and go on about your business. Right. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't mean that you've done the wrong thing because you haven't done, you know, I I think as women, when we want something to work, we try to do every possible thing we can think of (laughs) to make it work. But you know that just doesn't that doesn't work when we say that the intention is to have someone who is engaged and loving and committed and like you said when they want it they want it's so easy because they will make it as easy as possible because they want to make sure that they get what they want yeah right so yeah Kaisha she says thank you for these self exploration reminders I agree with it all. Um, right, no energy to negative feelings. Thank you for for putting that out there and asking that question, Kaisha. It's really important. Yeah, yeah, Mm -hmm. that's awesome. Right? (laughs) So, okay, if we think of like get seen tenants, right? Like like the basic things that you tell your clients around like, you know, not necessarily just the, the specific steps, but, you know, sort of the basic mindset steps that have you getting out there and getting seen. What are some, and and let's talk about how they could parallel with dating. Oh, okay. Right? What are some of the main okay. things that you're like, this is what you gotta do? Mm, okay, seen. so, well, uh, you gotta get in front of a camera. Yeah. <laughs> it works in one for both, right? You gotta yeah. get in front of the camera. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that, and, wait, that's a good, let's sit on that one for a second because yeah. The getting in front front of the camera, I feel like that's one of those things that in this day and age, you're so right. Even even for dating, it's a it's a tool and it's a mechanism. When I was matchmaking, we would match people during COVID on a Zoom, mm-hmm. right? So talk about that, like the getting in front of the front of a camera. If I'm somebody who's like, that's the last <laughs> thing I want to do, <laughs> but it's effective, right? Like, what would you tell a client if they were like, I I don't really want to. 
get in front of the camera. Like that's you know what's so interesting is there are so many business owners that are so successful and they like so I mean so successful that don't want to get in front of a camera. So it's internal stuff. And you know, I've been talking about this a little bit here and there recently, but I talk about it a lot with people individually that I work with. So basically we are told a lot of things growing up or as we move along in life, especially specific generations that, you know, we're supposed to just like speak when we're spoken to, or when we're children, children are supposed to be seen and not heard, or, you know, humble yourself or Mm -hmm. don't toot your horn, you know, all these different things. Right. Mm -hmm. And then also some of the people that I worked with and had session with, they actually had, you know, they were in danger when they were seen that that they were kept quiet or less seen. Like it would mean they were physically safer in different circumstances in their life. Or even one woman had a job that was like, nobody could know who she was because she was like high up doing some secret, you know, whatever stuff, you know? And so there's different things playing in the background that if we don't pull them up into the forefront, we won't know when that's actually what's stopping us, not the excuse we, the smoke screen, I call it, that we've said, oh, well, I don't understand YouTube. It's like you go and you press <laughs> upload Right. And like, what don't you understand? And you make how much money and you're running like you are full of BS right now. You and I both know it. Like, look me in the eye. Like, yeah. really? Come on out. You know, so it's yeah. all stuff that's running. Right. Even if it's oh, it's so much. There's so many things. So, you know, so hire someone like me or go and get an assistant and have them upload it. You know what I mean? Like whatever yeah. the case may be. Now there's tools where you can do one video and put it across multiple like you're doing right now. You yeah. know, so. We have access to all the answers, even when it comes to dating. It's mm-hmm. the things that I talk about with my clients about getting seen and being visible and what we're stop what's stopping us in front from getting in front of these cameras is literally the things that are playing in the back of our head. And yeah. there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. You know, like we have access to all the answers right now. You know, yeah. you and I growing up, we would have to what go to the library and like go through these right. books and get started, right? And like find like one answer. Like you'd be in the library for these little projects for like a week. When, yeah. But now we'd answer that project in five minutes on the internet. So when people Absolutely. tell me they don't know, I'm like, come on now. You're not ready yet. You're not, you ain't yeah. ready. You know, yeah. you're not ready. <laughs> and I think too, it's like, it's almost like an avenue into some major healing. Like if I'm willing to say, okay, it's not about that. I can't figure out tech. There really is like, I have a perfectionist thing going on, or I have this thing, like you said, I'm, you know, when I was young, I was told to be seen and not heard and all of that. It's such an avenue in, or if I even just identify myself as introverted, right? It's such an avenue into being able to um, uh, find the healing and allow myself to step out in a way that is vulnerable and is connective. Yeah. And that's what you want if you want to be in a relationship. Now, if you're someone who doesn't want to be in a relationship or get seen or you know run a business or anything like that. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with it. But if you are someone who you know wants to connect with people, it's like, here's an opportunity for some some healing. And like you mentioned, getting somebody to support you. Someone like you, who's like a get seen person, someone like me, who's like a love mindset person, like, you know, talk it through with someone because that we're in a day and age where this being able to interact on camera is really, really valuable. Right. And just how you show up on camera too, Candice, like, like how you um, are positioning yourself on camera 
uh, is important in dating. So um, the last time I was exploring apps, um, dating apps, because when I was in my 20s and 30s, um, or not 30s, my 20s, I was doing the dating app thing, like eHarmony and these other things, right? And Mm -hmm. so um, I was um, doing it for like a different purpose. I was, you know, oh, let's go and see this person, that person. Like I wasn't worried about getting married or whatever, whatever, right? Yeah, I was just having fun. And and so basically um, I remember like how many pictures I would just, and how many accounts I would just pass because there was no intention behind it. The pictures, they would be just like, I couldn't see what they really looked like or they were like things cropped weird or um, it's not even like that they were like doing weird stuff, which there's that too, like holding a fake <laughs> ones, you know, like, or things like that. But it's just like, and just all these different things where it just wasn't intentional, like, like you weren't asking one of your female friends or sisters or, or, you know, whatever, like, oh, do you think this looks good for this dating site? Right. You're just like putting it up. Right. <laughs> and the same thing. I mean, I wasn't looking at the women's, but I mean, me as a woman, like I got a lot of responses because like always when I go on those apps, I get tons of responses because I put exactly like what I look like. And mm-hmm. I put a nice photo and I put different variations. I put five photos, right? Yeah. So I know when I'm ready, you know, I'll get those responses, but will those responses have intention back? And that's Mm -hmm. what I'm looking for. Like, are you going to share like what your, what's your purpose that you're dating for and do our purposes match? Right. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. Things of that nature. So you have, and then, you know, misspellings and stuff used to bother me because it was all over the place, you know, but not so much that anymore. It's really just like you being clear about, like what it is you're looking for. And that can show in the type of photos you use as well, right? If you're an animal person, I do like when people put animals because, you know, I like love animals. So then I know that they do too kind of thing, you know, but then there's these other ones where they're using their their dog, like, hey, I have a dog. And it's, <laughs> and it's kind of like staged weird, you know? So yeah, yeah. Kind of, I think people should get opinions on on things from their circles too with all of that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And what I love that you're pointing at is just that that authenticity piece. Because when I do dating profile audits, I always it's funny that you say five mm-hmm. pictures, too, because I give them the five different types of pictures. But, you know, it's uh, it's such a good uh, litmus, because I think the reason that you're able to be able to discern whether someone's, you know, reaching out to you with not the energy that you want is not just how they're being, but also like, what are they responding to? If I'm putting myself out there for real, And like you said, the five different pictures, you know, different uh, me enjoying the different passions of my life or whatever, or the fact that I love animals. And then in my profile, I'm just who I am. Mm -hmm. You'll know when people reach out to you, if they've actually looked at it all, if they're actually Mm -hmm. reaching out to you based on, you know, but if you're putting out something that's like, you know, you and your 50 other girlfriends and maybe there's one other picture that's kind of fuzzy. And then it's like, you know, the slight hiding that people do when they don't feel comfortable with it. It's really hard to discern whether the people reaching out to you are being authentic and honest as well. Whereas, you know, the yeah. more authentic we are, the more the easier it is to discern whether we're dealing with someone who's authentic, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 It's, a valuable, a- it's a valuable piece of it, I think, to you know, especially for those who are introverted or who feel resistance around dating and dating apps, um, to understand that the the more real we are when we express ourselves and put ourselves out there, 
it's like a muscle. It gets stronger and stronger and stronger and you get more and more comfortable with it. It doesn't mean you have to tell all of your secrets, but that willingness to be, just be who you are is part of what attracts, um, you know, people that align with who we are. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, I love All right, that. Give me another marketing tenant. What's another one that, that you tell people? Mm, let me think of an important one that I share with people. Mm. You know, I, I think it's important for us to uh, be visible in multiple ways. So mm -hmm. like a lot of times our mind wants to like just go to one thing. Um, and we attach ourselves to something that a person that we maybe admire or, or um, we're enjoying consuming their information or we they're in our lives at some point in time. We're like, oh, that's working for them. So that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. And so like me personally, I love to strategize and think of individually, like what someone's needs are, what are my individual needs, wants, and desires, what are their individual needs, wants, and desires, and what are the different avenues that complement that person in that moment in time? And so, like you mentioned Beyonce earlier, you know, um, she's great at marketing, obviously, right? But mm -hmm. does that mean that we can market or should market like Beyonce? No, we are not Beyonce, right? Right. <laughs> so we define like what marketing looks like for Candace and what marketing looks like for Leilani. But for me, like I have a desire to meet someone through the work I do and also to meet someone randomly in person. And just like, I want both. I want to see what I like better, what's more fun, better. So when I dip back into the dating pool, like I am going to be putting myself out there more online in the world that I live in, people in like some, like in my similar career field, but yeah. also you know, in person. So maybe I get on dating apps or maybe I go out more locally um, and go to certain places, you know? So, it, you know, that's what I think it would look like dating. Um, and then as far as marketing, I share with my clients on how to be out there on multiple different spaces. If you are a Facebook person and that's all you do, then why are we not looking at a tool where we can be on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, um, mm. Pinterest, all of these different places, you know, your, your clients or your future honey or whatever could be on those places too. And mm. maybe you guys have all the same dreams, wants, and desires, but you won't leave Facebook or you won't <laughs> leave Instagram, like, or you won't go to the grocery store. You're just going to go to the movies, like mix mm. it up a little bit, you yeah. know? <laughs> and, yeah, and yeah. I, mm -hmm. go ahead, say that again uh, and put mix it up a little bit and put yourself really put yourself out there right yeah yeah mm -hmm. i totally agree with that and i love what you said about it you know even with the in real life stuff like i think sometimes you know we we um first of all it's important to be engaged in the things you're passionate about right and so whether it's just your mundane things like going to the grocery store or things like that but also like are you someone who loves bowling or karaoke like yeah. like are you going and doing I those things right? I love, me too i love I karaoke <laughs> and i'm a horrible singer <laughs> i feel sorry for who dates me when i go karaoke <laughs> say that again I said, I feel sorry for who takes me on a karaoke date. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing. Your person is going to love every note you sing, even if it's off. <laughs> I tell people I sound like that bird from The Little Mermaid. <laughs> <laughs> 
that's what karaoke is for, right? Karaoke is not for coming in <laughs> being you. like, you know, <laughs> Thank you. When somebody <laughs> get up there and blow and make me feel some kind of way. <laughs> 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 but yeah, I, I love what you're saying. Like it, it's that um, authentic engagement in a lot of different things and, and, you know, increasing your visibility, but not because you're putting it out there on a shelf, but because you enjoy different things and you want to be engaged in those things. Cause that's what you're going to be doing with your person, right? Whether mm -hmm. in real life or online. It's like be in multiple places. And I know people resist that because like you said, what's really going on is there's a mindset thing that's like, you know, mm -hmm. oh, I don't want to put myself out there. I don't want to embarrass myself. I don't want to do the wrong thing. I don't want to put the wrong picture, all of that stuff. Everybody has that stuff going on in their head, yeah. right? But, you know, we're in, a, we're in a day and an age where in order to meet a lot of people or meet different people, we got to be willing to, to be... Um, buried in our visibility, like buried yeah. in where we show up. Yeah. So that's you know, what, I mean, that totally overlaps marketing totally, and dating. Totally overlaps. Yeah. Totally overlaps. Yeah. I feel like, like with most things, and I don't know if this is a side note or what, but I'm just think, thinking it. <laughs> so I'm going to say, I feel like people need to get tired. Like, I feel like I am like tired of like, okay, this is just me going through life as just me. Right. And of course mm -hmm. I've family, you know, my dad, my son, my cousin, you know, everybody in my life. Right. But I want a partner. Right. I feel like when mm -hmm. we really get down to it, when we really know that we really want this and we want our person, then we get to put ourselves in a self-reflection like space mm -hmm. and a self-awareness space of what is the disconnect to why we don't have it. And we kind of, you know, figure that out. Right. But yeah. until then, we collect these stories of why this didn't work or men are this way or women are that way and everyone's evil and everyone's bad and you can't find that person. And, and it's just like, no, you haven't gotten tired yet. Cause I'll tell you this much. <laughs> I don't right? so I'm like, what do I need to tweak? What did I do? And the dating experience gets better, you know, or yeah. I'm less like, like salty about anything. Cause I could see, Oh, that's why that didn't match and be cool. Like whatever, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And that tired piece you're talking about, that's a very, it's a very natural stage to be at, mainly because, and I say this all the time, our whole purpose for being here is to become unconditional and to connect with love. Mm -hmm. There's no other reason. I mean, you know, like we can theorize everything that we do is about connection and love. Every, you know, move that we make is about connection and love, whether it's taking care of ourselves or taking care of someone else or starting a business, right? And so that tired stage is the stage where, you know, as a human being, you say to yourself, I can walk around like the lone wolf, independent, super person that I've been for the past, you know, however long. I can keep going that way, but there's this missing because I'm not allowing myself to have that part of my life. Mm -hmm. Right. And I always say, like, with the caveat that there's nothing wrong with being single, like we all need a single stage. I, I actually think it's the healthiest thing in the world to be an adult who can say I can be single for a minute yes. <laughs> and be OK with it. Mm -hmm. But, you know, sooner or later, that stage comes where it's like and I think it happens to both men and women and, you know, all genders in between. Like we, we get to a human stage where it's just like I need to be seen, heard, loved and accepted. And I need. I need unconditionality. I need to be able to have the peace of knowing someone has my back. We're belonging creatures. We're social mm -hmm. creatures, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. Yes. StreamYard's saying I could stream this to my audience. Should I stream this to my audience? Yeah, sure. Okay. 
Okay. Yeah, you While you're doing that, Kaisha says the types of apps we are on also matter to the type of men who reach out. That That's real. You get what you pay for. In my experience, the free apps offer men who want to play games, but the paid apps offer men who are more intentional. I can see how that's true. Like it's that I always say people put their money where their emotions are and, and we tend to put our money where things where, where it's something that we find important. Right. So I wouldn't say that the free apps are completely devoid of any value because I actually met my partner on Facebook dating app. Crazy enough. And that, you know, they usually consider that the murkiest pool out there. <laughs> but I do agree, Kaisha, that there is something to be said for a man's willingness to invest in finding a partner. Now, that doesn't guarantee that that he's intentional about being committed necessarily. But your odds, I think, are higher when you're on a paid dating app mm. of, of meeting somebody who also has the same intentions that you do. Right. It was too easy for the guys who, you know, the fuck boys and stuff like that to just sign up and, you yeah. know, do whatever. Yeah. yeah. But I have tricks around that when it comes to discernment. Like, you know, I call them tricks. They're not really tricks. But, you know, uh, there's a certain... Uh, power in when we, like we were talking about earlier, we're in our authenticity around things and just mm -hmm. are staying compassionately what's on our mind, being exactly who we are. It's almost like discernment is built in. So you really could almost go anywhere. And with that discernment built in, you being you, you're going to know who's going to align with that or not. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> it becomes I feel obvious. like it's so tiring to not be yourself that yeah. I'm just, I don't have the energy. I don't, right. I, don't want, I don't want to find the energy to not be mm. myself. And you're talking about, you know, the alignment with, or, or, you know, where marketing meets dating, you not being yourself is going to send the message to your undesired client. Yeah. And the same thing goes for dating. And so it's kind of like, like, why would you not be yourself? Because when you get in those one-on-one -on -one meetings, you're not going to want to sit there for an hour and not be yourself, yeah. you know? Um, so why let it get to that stage in anything? You know, I, I'm not with that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, that that's something that comes with, you know, you're in the game long enough. You start to realize you get having a couple bad relationships long enough. You start to realize, you know, I was having a conversation with some women. Um, I would say like about a month ago around Thanksgiving, we were at a Friendsgiving and the women were, you know, talking about like uh, how to present and, you know, how to be this, how to be that. And, and I had to sort of like pause the conversation because I think a lot of times as women, we think, especially as younger women, that what we're trying to do is live up to somebody else's expectation or somebody else's desires. And yeah. we've been taught to think that way as women, like, mm -hmm. you know, meet the male desire. You know, when you do your profile, make sure that, you know, you look sexy enough or, you know, that you are putting it out there in a way that a man would be attracted to. And the reason that I think that that's so counterintuitive, besides the importance of just being yourself, is that first of all, there is no, like, it's so subjective. Like if you're trying to meet up to someone else's desire <laughs> and what someone else desires is so subjective. Mm -hmm. And like you said, if I show up in the way that I know that men are attracted to, like if I make sure my boobs are out and, you know, do all those things and I'm there, I got nothing against, you know, looking pretty. I'm a glamour girl myself. Mm -hmm. I like <laughs> My, my boobs are a little out. She's like, right? oh, wait, her 
boobs are out. <laughs> right? My boobs are out a lot of times. Like my boobs to be out. So this right? is right. <laughs> exactly. And that's the that's, that's the thing. Like, like <laughs> the boobs are out and your hair is straightened, and yeah. that's because that's who you are, mm -hmm. then good. Because then you're gonna attract, like, if that's what you're into, great. But yeah. if you're feeling like you have to do that in order to attract then it's like you're you're sabotaging yourself you so or if are. you're feeling like you have to um sound a certain way or present certain things in your profile mm -hmm. just like marketing i think it's mm -hmm. like you'll attract that undesirable client you'll attract that undesirable person who's going to first of all expect you to always do whatever that is yeah because that's right what attracts to them yeah i think yeah. so i think you're talking about essence too because we are the way we like if there is nobody we're trying to attract in the in the picture, but we are in a day where we're feeling feminine and we are really dig feeling ourselves and we want to be attractive just for us, right? Mm -hmm. And we go out maybe to, like again the grocery store keeps coming up for me, right? Maybe we go out to the grocery store looking really cute, <laughs> you know, we're wearing our good everything, and that's the way we feel the most attractive. That's an expression of ourselves. The way we like mm -hmm. it. Some women like to wear earrings. Some don't. Some of us like to do our hair this way or that way. And it changes day by day. But whatever the case may be, how we, you know, adorn ourselves or do our makeup or don't do our makeup, how we make ourselves up and present ourselves at what we feel is our prettiest in that day or in that moment is mm -hmm. an expression of ourselves. So when we attract someone in that moment, that is the person who's attracted to that form of expression and the way mm -hmm. that we've expressed ourselves. So mm -hmm. yes, we absolutely should want to look beautiful and wonderful and all these things for our partner, but it starts with ourselves because that is our true partner that yeah. is attracted to how we feel we're attractive right. um, because they're like, Ooh, I like that. And they might not even know why they like that, but you are digging yourself so much and you put effort in. And that's the thing like, I've noticed that like men really appreciate. They just want us to put effort yeah. like, like into showing them, like we want to look beautiful for them, you know? And yeah. I, I, I love that, you know, but I, am I going to, um, you know, dye my hair till my hair falls out for you? No. <laughs> you know, it's not yeah. my thing, you know, um, yeah. but yeah, yeah. There's also the, what comes up for me as you're saying that too, is there's also what we allow for ourselves as far as, as how we see ourselves as beautiful. Meaning that like, you know, in those five pictures, let's say on a dating profile, I always, um, you know, when I do the uh, dating profile audit, I always say you got to have pictures, a picture that's that's each picture should represent the different person, people you are. Right. And by different people, I just mean like how you look one day or how you look most of the time. And, you know, one when you're dressed up, like represent yourself, like what are they getting if they're in relationship with you? Mm -hmm. And I think that. Um, the like the understanding that when we find beauty and pleasure in ourselves like with my when i had a dating profile when i met my partner there was a picture of me you know in a head wrap there was a picture of me completely bald because uh, you know sometimes i'm completely bald there's a picture of me sweaty after yoga and there's a picture of me all glammed up looking like black barbie like you, you're going to get all of these <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I think that that the key to that, because a lot of times when I do the audit, I'll have women kick back and say, well, I'm not putting a picture up with me, you know, when I haven't done my twist out, I'm not putting a picture up with me and I have no lipstick on. And I'm like, 
put that picture up because the one that's true, the one that really is interested in you as a human being wants to see all the, all the different facets of you. Yeah. And if he were to look at you without your hair done and be like, I can't be with that. How are you going to wake up with him every morning? <laughs> How are you going to go to bed with him every night? If, yeah. if, you know, if him seeing that initially right off the bat is like horrific, Right. Mm -hmm. I think that that gone are the days where, you know, in the 50s, 60s and even 70s, uh, where you always have to be presenting some sort of picture of perfection because that's not real life. Right. Mm -hmm. And that expectation that here's what you're going to get. Here's what you're going to get all the time is part of what starts to deteriorate a relationship, not just yeah. because of what you look like, but because you promised me this, that and the other. And now I got this. Yeah. And that's just one of those many ways that that can happen. Yeah. You know, what yeah. came up for me while you were talking about that too, is that um, I have been in this, like, I've always been talking and observing like uh, couples that have been married and their marriage is not just long. Cause sometimes people stay married for a long time and that, and people applaud, but they hate each other. Those are just two right? people <laughs> My parents don't want to be embarrassed about a divorce. <laughs> like that is something to just, I don't want no, part of that. Right? Right, okay? <laughs> but I do want to get married only one time in my life, right? Yeah, I do want yeah. to get married only one time in my life. Um, mm. And so that's why I'm like always like having conversations and observing like happy married long-term couples. And the number one thing I notice is they are best friends. And so yeah. when you're with your best friend, your best friend sees all sides of you and you want to have fun. You want to like like have slumber parties with your best friend and jump on the bed and act goofy and whatever. Like, like you want to go and just do fun stuff. You know, mm -hmm. you go rowing on a boat when it tips over. Like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> whatever the case may be. Right. Like, <laughs> um, I, I feel like the way I'm talking, I'm going to attract some goofy dude. <laughs> <laughs> you might be right exactly what you need, right? I just, I think probably. So I'm goofy. But you get, you get what I'm saying. Like, yeah. Like you want to be with your, your best friend and, yeah. and that's someone you'll ride with in the tough times. That's what they share with me. They're like, when I'm not in love with this person, it doesn't matter. Cause that's my best friend. So yeah. they can like find their way back with the love part and also be loyal and never do the person dirty or whatever, because that's their best friend. So um, with your best friend, you're going to look, you're going to look different ways in front of your friend and feel like you can you know, yeah. so mm -hmm. that's also what fosters that genuine like. I love what you're saying, because, you know, like my parents were that they were together for 50, 55 years, I'm 50. So 55 years. But they couldn't stand each other. Oh, that's <laughs> another kind of awe. Sorry. <laughs> but, you know, like until my mom, my mom passed away in, in 2022. And, you know, of mm -hmm. course, now my dad speaks fondly. But for the most part, they but they were very loyal to each other. I mean, obviously, they were committed to the long term, committed to the staying. But but yes. what you're seeing is so true about the best friend part, because that that liking and I notice like a lot of women will complain on social media, especially on TikTok, that men don't like women. Right. Mm. And I don't think that that's necessarily true. I think it's a sweeping generalization. It's that the relationships that we've seen modeled for us, likability wasn't important. Like whether I like you right. or not wasn't a priority. It was, you know, are you a provider? Are we doing all of the traditional gender roles and all of that? But we have an opportunity in this day and age where we can actually focus on whether we do like somebody. And 
allow someone to see us enough that they can get to know and like us as well. Cause that like piece is so, so important mm -hmm. for the exact reason that you mentioned, because you can have a sustainable relationship for decades and be completely miserable in it. Or you can keep having one after another that's not working because what you're hoping for is some idea of falling in love and romance and things always being perfect, which it just doesn't, it doesn't work. At least no. not in any long-term way. Mm -hmm. yeah. Not at all. Not at all. Wow. Oh, honey, this is hours. It yeah. is. <laughs> I'm like, are we up on time? What? Because I could just talk to you forever. I'm like, right? <laughs> the hour just like whips by. I try to like, you know, sometimes I let it go over because the chit chat is fun and, and things like that. But I also try to have time integrity because I'm like, I don't know who's at work and they're just, you know, doing the lunchtime thing. You can always come back, yeah. obviously, if we run over. But um, what was another question that I wanted us to bring? Up? Okay, so we talked about. Uh, uh, some of the marketing parallels, the getting seen, the visibility, like getting out there, being in the different places, like being yourself in those different places. What was the other one that we talked about? We talked about, um, yeah, we talked about uh, the internal stuff and the going and being seen in different ways. So yeah. like the internal blocks or, or no, we shared how you need to get on camera. Yeah. So yeah. Um, <clears throat> What was the one after that, though? Because the, the getting on camera was about visibility and being seen. Um, we've got um, seeing everyone or being seen in multiple avenues. So don't have a one track brain, you know. Yeah. And, and uh, everything like I like to I like to always constantly uh, remind anyone anytime I have a platform that's given to me, like for people to go back within, back within, back within instead of without, you know. I yeah. mean, it doesn't mean you can't have coaches. You have coaches, but you listen to different things they say and you take what resonates from within, right? That your source mm -hmm. is is God within you, <laughs> like, mm -hmm. you know, speaking to you all day long if you listen, right? And so mm -hmm. I think that a lot of times when we're going without, the society tells us it's this or that, you know, mm -hmm your options are this or that. And nobody is understanding nuance these days. Nobody understands like all different things. Like that's why like, I don't, I don't like to tell people that I just meet so much about me because they put mm -hmm. me in a box. They put mm -hmm. me in a box instantly, you know, what that means for them about yeah. me. And, and it's in it's a survival mechanism to figure it out. Like, oh, okay. You're this age. Like, how old are you? You're this age. Oh, well, this means X, Y, Z about you. You don't know anything about me in my yeah. experience at my age. I could operate like an 80 year old or a 20 year old or whatever. Like yeah. you don't know nothing about me or my history. You find out my nationality, you find out my ethnicity, you find out my this or that. And you automatically say, thank you. I know now I know X, Y, Z. Yeah. Because we are told to be like one track, this or that. No. Yeah. Define so, everything. Yeah. Define. We need a definition yeah. to stay safe and be okay. And no, we know, we know, no, you don't yeah. know. Let's yeah. just chill out, enjoy the process, listen to yourself along the way and go and be out there, you know? And I love that you're, you're talking about this because it's yeah. like so important for us to really get out there. And, and this is all aligned. And that's why I think I'm really going to I, I told my friend the other day, I was like, you know what? I think I'm going to find or the person's going to find me. We're going to find each other through these like networking circles of like how I, what I do for a living. You know, I've, mm -hmm. I've tried for a while to um, date 
people who have no understanding of what I do, you know, in the past when, you know, before I took this long dating hiatus, you know, I tried um, to have a so-called like um, dating experience with someone who didn't understand anything about like what I do on social media. And I'm not talking about one person I'm talking about, like I was dating people in general, <laughs> yeah. who, you know, they do something different, you know, outside of the public eye per se. Yeah. And, um, you know, it was just, it, it didn't work for me. And it's, and so I'm not, and, but see a lot of people would say, well, so you can't ever do that again. No, mm. I say, I would like to try, I would like to like call in something different. Cause I feel, but I'm not closed off to somebody else learning that side of me in the way that I want it to be. You yeah. Know? Um, you yeah. know what I would say, I would hazard to say Leilani, based on, on what you're saying about, um, the meaning making, you are someone who gets that that the meaning to be made is not worth it because you can't you can't just make up assumptions based on what you've known in the past, right? Like whatever you think a forty year old is, if you make it up that a forty year old can only be this, then that's all you're going to experience, right? Mm -hmm. I totally believe in that, and the fact that you are in awareness around that, it's going to be really important for you to align with someone, and you will, who also feels that way, which means. That you're gonna have to you're gonna have to to communicate and operate in that way. Like you're gonna have to be telling your stuff because somebody who, when you told them their your age, would say, "Oh, well, you got such and such." He's not your man. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. That's not it. So you want to be able to mm -hmm. to to have that be your litmus. Like when I'm just myself, mm -hmm. saying exactly who I am. If he yeah. can't be with it because he's making up a story, he yeah, ain't it. yeah, my man is yeah. like. Oh, so what does yes. 44 look like for you? Yes, yes. Right? Yes. And, yes. and to yeah. your point, it's I think it's for it's the context in which they ask, you know. Yeah. It's yeah. the context. I had these these four ladies who um uh when I was uh serving their table, one of my past jobs, I was a server, right? I was serving their table and um I was standing there and, you know, they were just laughing, laughing, laughing. Cause I'm funny when I want to be, you know, when I feel yeah. funny, you know, whatever. Yeah. And so they're laughing, having a good time. I'm getting them. I'm just the best server ever. And, and mid laughter, they're like, you're funny. You're awesome. And then she goes, what are you? <laughs> and then I looked at her and I said, I'm ethnically ambiguous. I <laughs> walked off like, you're not going to get that answer for me, lady, because I know yeah. why you're asking it. Yeah. You really need to know if you yeah. like me and why you like me and if it's okay, you like me. You need to know all that right now. Context, yeah. Right. You know, so um, that's that's another thing. It goes back to people understanding like nuance yeah. and, and all these things, you know, and um, yeah. And the meanings mm -hmm. we make. We're meaning making mm -hmm. machines for sure. Right. <laughs> tell ourselves some stories. Right. <laughs> well, now, speaking of that question, because I ask all of my guests as we're, you know, getting, we've already like blown through an hour like it was nothing, right? Um, <laughs> and it's going to seem like it's a segue. I always say this, but it always ties back into whatever we're talking about. Tell me, what is your favorite thing about being a woman of color? I feel like I understand and see things that only a woman of color gets to understand and see. So mm -hmm. I feel like I got some like, like insights, you know, and um, I feel like I have um, opportunities um, in that, you know, and um, yeah, I feel like there's, there's, 
this this opportunity to really understand on a deep level um, different people and why they do what they do. Mm. Um, yeah, that's what comes to me right now. Yeah. Mm. I love it. It's beautiful. <laughs> Thank you, my sweetheart. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> this has been a wonderful chat. If there is anything that you want people to definitely walk away with as far as our whole conversation around marketing and dating, um, if it's the one thing that they walk away knowing, what what would you want that to be? I want them to walk away with the fact that even in our worst space and, and being and, and un- lack of understanding of you know, who we are, we, we, you know, the fact still remains that we all are a piece of the puzzle mm-hmm. um, in this world, um, whether we are in a moment in time, whether we see it or not, right. Or whether we really see it, we just don't know how to share it. So we need to get out or we get to get out and, and start beginning to share what we know and how we can serve, because that's how you learn through activity, not through studying and thinking and all of that you learn and you just show up. And so I think it's important that we all commit to showing up more. And um, yeah, I true, I, I deeply believe in showing up um, mm-hmm. for ourselves and for others. Mm-hmm. Awesome, awesome. Kaisha said, this was a great conversation. Thank you for the session. Thank you, Kaisha, for being with us and engaging with us. I want everyone to um, know where to find you and who you work with, what you do for them. You know, where the if you give um, links or where you want people to contact you, I'll make sure to put them on the screen when I edit later. But let everybody know, who do you work with? What do you do for them? And how can they find you? Oh, um, well, (laughs) (laughs) I know I'm like fire hosing you with, (laughs) no, I just, (laughs) you know, how sometimes you're just really enjoying yourself and I'm like, oh, I was just thinking on your toe. I really had a good time. And then my mind into that, into la la land. And then I'm like, and then it's like my turn to talk. Oh, great. But I heard what you said. So I am Leilani Wells. I do visibility and marketing uh, with my clients. I do that um, on a one-on-one basis. I do it through my Get Seen membership. And right now, the biggest and and most exciting thing for me, if I'm being honest, is my, um, like, I'm always honest, but you know what, you get what I'm telling you, Um, content experiences. So content experiences is when I fly to you and we get six months to a year's worth of content, depending upon how camera ready you are. And uh, we help you figure out how to go ahead and and position that so it's running throughout the year for you so you can get seen. Um, So these are the the, you know, and I do some, our company does some done for you work as well. Um, And then you can find me at LeilaniWells.com for every place to find me is my website. Um, Mm -hmm. And my name is spelled L-E-I-L-A-N-I. So just think the flower from Hawaii is Lei, and then Lani, the note La. Okay, Lani, <laughs> spell my name right, you'll find me. <laughs> <laughs> or at Instagram and all the other places at Leilani M. Wells. And I'm looking forward to connecting with whoever resonates with, with me. Yeah, awesome, awesome. Thank you so much, my sweetheart. This Thank has been you. a fantastic conversation. Hopefully you'll come back again. Oh, I would love that. Thank you. Yeah. 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 Maybe yeah. you'll get me a man. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> well, it's what I do. So you know. <laughs> people people are around me long enough, they always get one. So 
<laughs> we'll work it out. Also, too, you should come in and visit. You know, I have my uh, group membership that's starting in January. So maybe you should come in and visit and talk to the ladies because a lot of them are entrepreneurs and business owners as well and talk about what you do. I mean, I, I definitely am going to be uh, using this podcast within the group so they can have an understanding because, you know, there's people out there that marketing is important and dating is important. And I feel yeah. like this is a good a good conversation for them to be in on. Yeah, well, if yeah. I can make a difference, I'm happy to. Yeah, thank you so much, my love. All right, so I'm gonna put you backstage. Don't go anywhere just yet. And I'm okay. gonna sign off with everybody. Thank you so much, lovely yeah, Leilani. Everyone. <laughs> Bye now. All right, everybody, thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Um, like I said before, if you want to comment later on, we definitely will interact with you, answer, answer any questions you may have if you're watching us later on. And also, I don't want you to forget about my Meet Your Bay by New Year's Day five-day challenge. The doors are now open, and it starts on Tuesday. If you're listening to this on uh, the Friday before Christmas, if you're listening to this later, you've already missed the boat. If you're listening to this after the new year, you have missed the boat because it's Meet Your Bay by New Year's Day. It's a five-day challenge. Doors are now open. Go to bit.ly forward slash Meet Your Bay New Year's Day. I'm going to be sharing what I call the five magic seeds for planting a tree of love. It's a free five-day live challenge for single professional women of color who are all about our soft girl era and want a healthy partnership where we are seen, heard, accepted, and loved, and want to have an amazing time creating it all in a supportive, exclusive sisterhood. These sisters are the real deal. So you want to be involved because when we support each other as a community, we get a lot more and a lot better than when we're out there lone wolfing it, trying to get it by ourselves. Sign up now. The doors won't be open for long. Like I said, the challenge is from December 26th, 2023 to December 30th. Every day we go live, every day we get together and there's a private exclusive group that you get to be a part of. And it's all free. So don't mess around. Bit.ly forward slash meet your bay New Year's Day. And that's it, my sweethearts. Until next time, keep being unapologetically lovable and give yourself grace. I love you so much. Bye now.